Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists that go by the name 8-Bit Fusion, and we grew up in the golden age of the Saturday Morning Cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. This week, we are joined by my good friend, Teresa. Teresa, how are you doing? You know, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm excited to watch cartoons. <laughs> Excellent. And you you picked what we're watching this week, so tell our listeners, what are we about to watch? We are going to watch Beetlejuice, the animated series, which is so good. And I think it was only on for a few seasons, but is like jam-packed with everything you could possibly want in a 90s cartoon. Jokes that went over your head. Kind oh, of yeah. terrible and amazing animation. Ugh, it's so good. <laughs> you know, I I thought the same. I thought this was a short running show, but by by these cartoon standards, this thing ran four seasons and had like ninety something episodes. That oh, is wow. That's not a short run. That's a pretty that's a pretty healthy go. I would say. Yeah. Now that I yeah. think about it, I'm looking at my box set that's behind me, and it's pretty pretty you know, girthy looking, so. I think this show has more episodes than the Batman animated series, which is, like, lauded, so. Wow. Do with that one, you will. Now, granted, the Batman animated series kind of, there was that, and then there was, like, the follow-up show, and then there was Batman Beyond, so it was kind of all one big cohesive thing, but the actual, like, titled Batman the animated series only ran, like, 67 episodes. Wow. That's bonkers. Yeah, when you think about it. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Because this, this, no offense to this, but this was so much smaller of a part of my viewing than like the Batman, like I go back to Batman animated series like to this day. Yeah. So it's very weird to realize this ran longer than that. Yeah. And I think also like it wasn't, it was weird because I don't think it was really well conceived, but but like, but because it flew under the radar and I think aired kind of before or after the main viewership of cartoons, they were able to kind of skate by for so long. Because mm-hmm. like, just like, I remember watching it like even a couple years ago. I'm like, how did this get airtime? Like, <laughs> like what? Why would they? Okay, sure. Yeah, this works. That's fine. Hmm. But so that I, answers my next question. When was the last time you watched this? Uh, like two years ago, because hmm. I needed uh, source material for a not fully written sketch show that I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I watched it just because I wanted to. I had the box set and I found a DVD player. And I was like, let's watch this. Right on. And But I only watched a couple episodes. I didn't watch the first season. So I actually haven't seen this, this episode we're about to watch probably oh, cool. in like 15 years. Yeah, I'm thinking so. I'm thinking it's probably been 15 20 years for me. Yeah. Yes. How about you? Same for me, like like 15 20 years. I definitely re- remember watching this on Saturday mornings with my sister. Yeah, like yeah, I definitely remember watching this like but it hasn't been for a while. I'm so excited. I'm so yeah, excited. Too. I love not only the animated series, but the actual movie so much that I cut my bangs super short and dyed my hair black <laughs> to be Lydia Dietz for Halloween. And I, I won. about to say, didn't you do that at least once? Yeah. I did. And I won I won the Kutztown Fire Department's Halloween contest. I won 200 bucks because of it. It was, nice. oh, was amazing. <laughs> It was I the mean, best. <laughs> to be fair to the source material, the movie is fantastic. Yeah. I've seen so, the movie probably so within the last couple years. The movie's yeah. a, a great movie. Yeah, so good. So good. 
All right. So why don't we why don't we put on the episode and see what we think? Sounds right. like a plan. And we're back. So we just finished the first episode of the Beetlejuice cartoon from 1989. Uh, coming right out of it, my personal thoughts, it was fine. It was okay. <laughs> what did What did you guys think, Teresa? Uh, this, the first season is not the best. There are... Yeah. It gets so much better because you get more characters. So mm. I was... I was really excited because I thought the one like you see the French bone guy I forget his name but like very briefly but he becomes like a mate like one of the supporting characters and like they mm. get into hijinks and there's a bunch of other characters that are introduced that really like add some meat and potatoes to the series and okay. mm-hmm. like it gets much better like I think halfway through the first season and then through the second season it gets a lot better but mm. basically I think they just got out of the the high of the Beetlejuice movie and yeah. just kind of threw it right together real quick. Like, like people forgot that Beetlejuice technically was trying to kidnap and rape Lydia. And we just don't right. talk about that. Right. <laughs> and and that, that relationship is, um, it's very strange. Cause yeah. like, I don't, I don't celebrate best friend anniversaries. Yeah. So that's a little weird. But Leslie and... Nope does, so it's not really that weird. <laughs> you got to bring it back to Leslie Nope. Of course. <laughs> but... I guess that's fair. But their their relationship was very awkward the yeah. whole the yeah, whole way through, definitely. and maybe it's because I do have the hot like the hindsight of I don't even know if that's hindsight, but like I I know the relationship from the movie and just jumping straight yeah. from that to this is it is a little weird. I think... yeah from other podcast episodes so we did the real ghostbusters and that was like right after the movie too and they didn't really give us like the story of like what it was if you didn't see the movie you didn't really know what Ghostbusters. and this kind of did the same thing like it kind of just like really just jumped into it because again the the movie happened they assume you already saw the movie you probably know what's going on in this but again i would call this compared this to the real ghostbusters and a hot mess it was just like i found it really hard to and my thing too is like also like i always question like what kids today like this and based off this first episode i just don't think they would be able to follow it like i had a hard time um keeping focus and following so i don't know if a kid today would even like this right it was it was definitely light on content it was just like stuff happening yeah a lot of Um, puns a lot of puns yeah i mean some of the puns did land pretty well for me yeah yeah um this definitely was like visually it was just like let's get as much visuals in like there is like the double animation with like that 3d-esque type commercial which happens a yeah. lot in the series yeah. It, yeah, yeah it happens like they do that a lot uh later in the series mm-hmm. um but the storylines get more deeper and like there's actual like conflict and growth yeah. and like but just like any i think pilot like i mean yeah for example gonna gonna shock some people but i really don't like the uh pilot episode of parks and recreation i think it's terrible oh, i don't like no, the pilot season of parks and but recreation like, yeah i don't think like, that show gets good until like ben and, and uh chris show up and that's like two and a half seasons in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, like same thing like like i think pilots are really hard to judge yeah. um 
because and they, this show like had like three episodes already made before, mm. like when it aired and stuff so like even if i feel like if we watched like the third episode it'd be a little bit better yeah, <laughs> yeah. perhaps and that was kind of the same deal with the real ghostbusters i, I was told it gets better later on yeah. Um, which I'll, I'll be interested in watching that as well but yeah, yeah this fir- first episode of this and real ghostbusters are very similar like just like oh, i just found them both messy yeah yeah now the 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 difference between this and real ghostbusters i would say i think my knowledge of the ghostbusters made me at least able to make it through and enjoy the first episode of the real Ghostbusters. I think my knowledge of Beetlejuice and the story hurt this episode because like I said, the relationship between Beetlejuice and Lydia creeped me out because I know that the entire premise of the franchise is him trying to kidnap and rape her. Yeah. Right. So that made this all really creepy. So having not seen the movie, it probably would have been better, really. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Yeah. Now, animation-wise, you brought up um, the French, like, skeleton. Yeah, yeah. So I I looked up who the animators were on this show, and mm-hmm. it was a Canadian company called Nelvana, mm-hmm. who did do a lot of 80s, 90s, and, and up to current, um, I don't even know if you call them Saturday morning cartoons, but, but cartoons uh, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did not do Animaniacs. And that surprised me because I thought... Mr. Skullface from anime or Mr. Skullhead from Animaniacs yeah. and the French guy. I thought that was basically the same right, character. Right, they, they look very similar. Like, yeah, they're very. I mean, granted, they're both skeletons, yeah. but like, they're, but they're, but they're like a very certain style of skeleton. Well, but also and, and very similar. Yeah, I mean, you might have to do a deep dive, but obviously, and I know you guys know this, but like animators do jump around a lot, and like that's that, probably that true. true. Yeah, it could be someone who worked for Nelvana at the time. time went over, but to... yeah, potentially. Now they 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 are both Warner Brothers. Yeah. Uh, cartoons yeah. but but they were done by different animators right. but still yeah i i went looking because yeah he really does look like mr skullhead so mm-hmm. i was curious but not um but the animators did do like i said a lot of 80s and 90s stuff they did both of the star wars cartoons from the 80s uh droids and ewoks oh they did the care bears <laughs> um they did another show that i want to cover on here tales from the crypt keeper yeah, which so is good. the Saturday morning cartoon version of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. It was so good. Oh my god! It's just so strange <laughs> that it exists that I really want to cover it. Yeah, well, I definitely want to cover the, it too. That's the thing about '90s is that you know we were children. Some of us were children of boomers, and they were like, you oh, know yeah. what? Just throw whatever you can at them and see what sticks. <laughs> there were some weird decisions made in the late '80s, early '90s. A couple episodes ago we covered the toxic crusaders oh man which is my favorite saturday morning cartoon but that is a cartoon based on an incredibly violent r-rated probably x-rated movie (laughs) yeah yeah and someone was like we need to make that a kid show yeah yeah they did they sure did yeah it's great robocop has a cartoon sure does yep Remember when Robocop shot that dude in the dick? Yeah, that was awesome. Someone was like, that guy needs a cartoon. Let's animate it. (laughs) Yeah, nuts. Super nuts. Weird decisions all around. And it's the same thing, too, like, that happens in, like, primetime animations. Like, you can get away with so much more stuff as long as it's Mm. animated than as long as it's not, like, real people. Like, again, further on in the series of Beetlejuice, like, there's some Mm -hmm. really raunchy jokes. Oh, sure. And you're like, what? 
how did my mother, let alone my grandmother, who was very Catholic, <laughs> let yeah. me watch this show in her presence? And it was like, oh, it's just colors and loud noises and people being silly. It's fine. Because, like, yeah. you know, even like when I was a teenager watching SpongeBob, like, I was like, this SpongeBob's is very, full of very, it. Yeah. very captivating. Really I'm captivated by this cartoon and I'm 16. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel bad because this this first episode just does not do the series justice. And that that's fair. A lot of these shows <laughs> do grow. SpongeBob is an interesting cartoon to bring up because I think SpongeBob is like where the break is. I think that's the earliest cartoon I can think of that's like what I would refer to as modern style. That's like yeah. much more story driven, yeah. m- like much more expected out of the audience, whereas... Mm-hmm. These shows are usually just 20 minutes of color splatting on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but SpongeBob yeah. was like a surprisingly well-written cartoon. And sort of that's like the earliest one that I can think of that kind of breaks from this style to like what you see now, which yeah. is like much better. Yeah, I want to definitely I mean, do something I don't know about better, modern but... and like like um SpongeBob or like Adventure Time or like Fairly Odd like... Parents too also did that. Yeah. Right. Interesting you would say that. That is a Nelvana production. Ha-ha! Same, same have, animators, right? I have a type, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, visually, visually, I, I thought it was fine. I didn't love it. It was a lot of, like, we watched Garbage Pail Kids recently. It was a lot of, like, the gross-out humor that I, yeah. it just doesn't yeah. do anything for me. But there was some really fun puns done within the animation. That was mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So I'll take it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I love all of it. I just, I love it all so much. <laughs> It's like I'm like I my comedy styles definitely derived of Saturday morning cartoons. Like That's I'm awesome. not I'm not like a I'm not like a I'm not a political co- comedian by any stretch of the means. But like yeah. obviously I'll you know you can talk about politics and stuff. But right. it's just like dumb observational. Just silliness, and like, mm-hmm. that's what all these cartoons were. Like, they find like they take an X-rated movie and they break it down into its silliest component and then sell it to kids. And that's yeah. what our generation grew up on, and I think really dictated kind of like not only how we see the world, but um, you know how we are letting if they have if people have children now, like how they're letting their children see the world. Um, I know a couple of friends that are like, you're not watching this crap that's on TV now. Sit down and watch the Animaniacs. (laughs) I I, kind of look at it in two, like, of two, I don't know, opinions, though, because I agree. Sit down and watch the Animaniacs. We we already covered that show. Mm -hmm. That show holds the fuck up. It sure do. Really, really goddamn good. good. I think that that one, out of all the podcast episodes we've done so far, not to be biased or anything, but that, I think that one was one of my favorites. Oh, for sure. Animaniacs is one of my favorite cartoons in the entire world. It's it really is. And it 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 w- it would have been ten years ago had you asked me. It it still is now that we watched it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it holds up really well. Like, but uh, so I mean good. that said, there's some really like really good kids cartoons out right now. Like she mentioned yes. Adventure Time. Gravity Falls is in Oh, I heard that was really good, yeah. I cannot recommend Gravity Falls enough. It's super, super good. Now, there there's a lot of shit too, but oh, God, yeah. to to write off I just don't like the the idea of like writing off pop culture after a certain point wholesale because yeah. there's good stuff. There really Absolutely, is. But sure. there's also there's also trash. Yeah. So 
Uh, Music-wise, the theme song is... It's a play off of um, the Beetlejuice, the movie theme song. Yeah, But absolutely. it was remixed by Danny Elfman himself. That is not surprising. Yeah. Um, and He's surprised. done a couple of the cartoons that we've watched, which yeah. is kind of wild. But yeah, it's super cool. Well, he kind of right. found a niche and was like... Fuck it. Sorry if I can't curse on here. Oh, I think I already did a couple times. <laughs> okay. You can definitely. He was like, fuck it. I'm just going to bank on this. Because he has his hands in every freaking pot imaginable. It's like, yeah. like, I remember I was, I think I was 17 or 18 when I found out that he, what, he did the theme song to The Simpsons. Because it's mm-hmm. so it is so it's so him it yeah. really is well, like yeah. now once you hear it and know it's him you can't not yeah, hear it it's right. so him but i for like the longest time because i didn't know it was him i didn't it wasn't even on my radar but mm. like yeah it's kind of like once you see something you can't see it now every time oh, yeah. i listen to the simpsons i'm like oh yeah danny elfman and i can oh, hear yeah. it now but for like the longest time i was like who who does this song like who does the simpsons song and i couldn't believe yeah it yeah I was like, wait yeah. a minute, but Tim Burton is not attached to The Simpsons. How's that possible? Yeah. yeah. Danny Elfman does have a career outside of I Tim Burton. I know. I just there like is some things. Being sassy. <laughs> he did uh he did the theme song to the Batman animated series as well. Yeah, he did, and yes, it was awesome. Like that. Yeah. Oh man, that Batman animated series. Ooh, I got I got Amazon it's real Prime. Good. Speci- yeah. Honestly. It was a 10 years ago. I specifically got Amazon Prime because they were doing like Prime Video, and I mm-hmm. heard that that was going to be on there. Yeah. And so I joined Amazon Prime just so I could watch Batman Superman animated series. Dude, it's good. <laughs> it's real it's so good. So good. Oh my God so good that's much that is my favorite rendition of harley quinn is definitely that that well that's the original harley quinn yeah she's not a comic book character she originated from that show yeah but her iterations after that that one is still my favorite yeah i mean i i i don't i we've talked about this before i'm the weirdest comic nerd in history because i don't like marvel or dc or superheroes in general so like I haven't seen any of the movies. I I have no interest in going to see Birds of Prey. You've never seen any of of these, any superhero movies that have come out in the last 10 years? Not, you've seen seen a couple. When I say any, I've seen a few. I've seen Guardians 1 and 2. I've seen um, the Dark Knight series because that's, those were like good movies, not good superhero movies, you know? Yeah. Um, But I think that's it. I was going to say, you can't be that much of a contrarian that you didn't see a superhero movie in the last 10 years. I saw Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy because the original trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy looked more like the original Star Wars than any Star Wars movie that had come out up until that point. You are completely accurate in that statement. Yeah. Yeah. Like that movie gave me all of the feels I wanted from every subsequent Star Wars movie and never got. Yeah, that's correct. That movie nailed it. Sure did. Oh, man. Yeah. But, like, I do, so, like, thinking back, like, what you said earlier about, like, the show kind of, like, Beetlejuice, the cartoon being kind of crazy. I'm upset about very trivial things in the series that, Mm -hmm. like, people be like, why? Like, for example, her mother is not her mother. It's her stepmother. And she makes that perfectly clear in the movie. And, like, doesn't call them mother and father. Like, that annoys me to no end. Mm -hmm. And, like like it's just like for some reason it's that out of the 15 years that i've i have not watched this show whatever it is that is the thing that bothers me the most of the series so i'm like that's not her mom it's wrong (laughs) the source material tells you that 
but and it's also it's like a thing that it yeah. is her stepmom like yeah. it's, it's it would plot. be different if it wasn't like a whole plot point but like part of the reason she's a rebelling like goth teen is because she's a like stepdaughter yeah like and the whole it's, reason... it's all part of it so yeah like yeah I, the, i'm with you i get it the whole reason why she's into death is because her freaking mom died and like and she's into the occult all because of that and i'm like right why aren't we exploring this? And I'm like, Teresa, this cartoon was made for like five to 10 year olds and they really yeah. weren't too concerned with the source material. So yeah, the, de the death subject might've been a bit to broach, but at the yeah. very least, you know, call her, call her the right thing. Right. The stepmother. Yeah. I, I get, I'm with you. I get that. And, and also completely changing, also completely changed her character. Like Catherine mm. O'Hara, she was an artist, not an interior decorator and wasn't like, peppy in the way that she's portrayed in the cartoon and it just yeah. drives me crazy and i don't know why it she, makes me yeah, so angry. yeah mrs deets is super creepy in the cartoon that oh, like weird man. smile she had on her face oh, was not yeah. okay yeah it's a little terrifying but like i don't know yeah. why like it's like i get so worked up on those small things like that where i'm like no one no one cares and they're like Teresa, you're the only person who cares about this and i'm like it matters it's so important hopping hopping over to cast both of them Beetlejuice and Lydia mm -hmm. are in X-Men, and I think that's kind of interesting. What? Um, Beetlejuice, his name is Stephen Olamenti. I know that name. And, yeah, he's the voice of Archangel <gasps> in the X-Men animated series. Oh, that show. Oh, God, so Lydia good. is Allison Court, who is Jubilee what? in the X-Men that... animated oh, series. Wow. Now, okay, now my brain is having a, a thing. Like its yeah. wires are being crossed. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know. I, what I'm I, I always find it amusing when I see like the same several people from one show just like hop onto the next one. Like they were probably just in the studio at the same time. Like, all right, roll the next show. We'll just get well, it all banged yeah, out. Well, you know? uh, like there's like this thing with voice actors that like it's like this real small community, and yeah. like they all band together, and that's why you'll see like the animators hop and, and stuff and like and Nickelodeon too for example like mm -hmm. you see you have the same voice actors be on multiple shows because oh, yeah. it's, it's I feel I don't know if it's true but I sometimes get the idea that it's kind of like the old like back in the old days where like you signed a contract with a studio and you would be in multiple films and it's like you signed a contract with Nickelodeon and they're gonna put you wherever I don't know if that's true but it's just like I, I think it's more like Nickelodeon contracts with a with a with an animation and production house, yeah. and the production house probably contracts their people. Yeah. So you know you'll you will see one channel have the same actors on a lot of things. Um, although I I don't think there's any connection to yeah because they're not even like the the X Men animated show was Fox and this is WB. Yeah. So I don't even think there's a connection yeah. there. They just both happen to be on both of those shows, and that's super Which interesting. Is so funny, yeah. Um, I love when that happens too. Yeah. But if you like look back at like God, his name comes up in every episode. But like Frank Welker, every every Saturday morning cartoon from the eighties, he was in all of them, just every single one of them. He probably was just in one studio all day, just banging through show after show after show yeah. after show. Um, but like you know, every every TV show, every channel, like that dude was just was that dude was working. This one, <laughs> he is bang. not. I wanted so badly for him to voice the cat because that is like the kind of thing I, that he would yeah, do. Yeah, but I was thinking that or one my of my brain, the cat. Oh my god. Yeah, no, he he, he was not. Oh, um, what happened? Did did they just forget about him for this one? <laughs> he wasn't in, and and like I, 
if Frank was in one of the later episodes, Frank, like I talk about him, like he, like I know yeah, the guy. Best um, but yeah, no, if he was like in later episodes, I still would have brought it up because it's funny to me that he's in. He's he has eight hundred IMDb credits. That's so crazy. Like, yeah, it's bonkers, and I, and I, it's hysterical to me. I feel like voice voice actors are like the the underdogs or like underappreciated of like the acting world. Oh, absolutely. You know, like yeah. so I, I he's probably doing that much because he probably wasn't getting paid that much. Like Yeah, it, I think especially in the 80s cuz they were just like churning these cartoons yeah. out cuz the, these cartoons were basically toy commercials in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. So totally. absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure they weren't I, I'm sure they weren't dumping a lot of money but, into it. But like and speaking of toys, like I had so many Beetlejuice toys. It was insane. Like Yeah. I jumping ahead then. Yeah. I I looked it up and other than a series of uh, Happy Meals toys. I was not able to find th- that there was a line of Beetlejuice toys. I, I didn't think the they Happy made Meal any. Toys. I had the Happy okay. Meal toys, and then I feel like I had this one other toy. I don't know if it was like soup, like packaged or whatever. And it, mm-hmm. like my grandma, like ugh, Grandma Kelly, was really weird because like she was super Christian and Catholic, but like let like <laughs> let me watch. Nightmare Before Christmas and Beetlejuice. And I'm like, woman, you make no sense. But yeah, I couldn't yeah. have a, but then I couldn't have a Ouija board. Like, cause I was summoning mm. the devil. And I'm like, grandma, go home. Yeah, I mean the lines get drawn in weird places. Yeah, you know? that, sounds, that sounds like a similar life that I had. Like I watched Nightmare Before Christmas, Beetlejuice, and all Are yeah. Afraid of the Dark, and I came from a very Catholic family. Right. Meanwhile, I had cousins that weren't allowed to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. Like, I was what? I was watching horror movies by ten. Yeah, so, we're insane. It was very weird, but like, yeah, like I remember, like I had all those little toys and then mm-hmm. like, and I played with them like crazy. I loved them so much. Like I was like, oh my God, it was so good. Like, and there was, I know, I think there was like coloring books and stuff that I had. There was coloring color. books. Yeah. There was like trading cards. I remember. Yeah. yeah. I had some of those. Um, I th- definitely had a few pogs. Those were like, oh yeah. My jam. Um, but yeah, those like those, the, those happy meal toys, like freaking love those i would play with those all the time absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. i'm actually on like a happy meal toy kick as a current and i'm i've been mostly just collecting like the mcdonald transformables but like if i see something cool that i like like probably like beetlejuice or something like pop culture wise i probably will add it to my collection like i just saw like this nickelodeon blimp that i thought was really cool so i I just added that but yeah what's the market looking like for those toys making some pretty pennies off that um i'm not yeah i mean i mean we usually spend like a dollar yeah i'm not trying to sell um yeah i spent like a couple dollars there's people that are selling these like i've seen them for like a lot of money but like i go to like like a lot of like yard sales dirt flea markets um my favorite show of the year uh i really still hope it's happening by september uh retrocon they have they their focus is on 80s and 90s toys and like while it's like we we sell our ape effusion stuff at it and it's great but we Mm -hmm. mostly just go it's like it's like christmas it's like christmas so for us yeah oh it's so freaking and that's what i do like i could easily just if i like hey i want like the beetlejuice happy meal too i could just go on etsy or ebay and just buy for myself but the fun i think the fun like i've been talking about this in a couple episodes but the fun is the hunt i think i just love hunting for them and seeing what i find yeah yeah, I could have finished my Toxic Crusaders collection a long time ago, but I want to find them. I don't want to just go on it. eBay and buy them. I love um, that. Yeah, if you've never, if you've never, Teresa, been to um to RetroCon, I, I highly it. recommend it. You would love it. It's it's mostly a toy show. 
Um, So it's like most of the vendors are selling old toys and stuff, but it's, it, it's the only convention where I've seen an entire family cosplay Pee-wee's Playhouse. That is amazing. There was a Miss Frizz walking around. <laughs> like, like people break out their weird cosplay for it, and it's and super, that. super there cool. There was a good Beetlejuice cosplay. Do you remember what that what was? Do you remember seeing that? I actually have a picture on our Instagram. Um, there was a, a, a couple that, that did the the um like the twisted up faces. Oh, sweet. Like, yeah, yeah, real yeah, yeah. well. Like, they nice. nailed it. It was super, it was super so, good. I think they won the contest. I think they did. I think you're right. Yeah. That's, a, that's a hard costume to pull off, but if you can pull it off, it's like amazing yeah it um, looks super cool yeah i think that's that's definitely like if you if you're not in the toys it's cool just to go or to cosplay because yeah. like there is some real like you go can go to new york comic-con and just and you see like the normal like your marvel and your superheroes yeah. and everything but you'll this... see like 400 deadpool and like yeah, nowadays you'll exactly. see 400 um harley quinns retrocon's sort of an outlier because even if you don't go and like do the shopping People are there celebrating the weirdest shit, and yeah. I fucking love it. And that's what's great. There was someone there that was cosplaying one of the pig face nurses from the Twilight Zone, <laughs> and she was like wearing full black and white like body makeup, so she looked like she was black and white as she was walking around. <gasps> it was super gnarly. It, it was one of the best I've seen. That's fantastic. Yeah, there was someone there cosplaying Weird Al last year. <laughs> Oh, that's magnificent. Weird, and I love it. It's just it's, it's it's that kind of stuff that I I really really appreciate about yeah, retrocon. Definitely check out our Instagram because we have like tons of cool photos from last. I was gonna say years. I think I remember seeing some of some of the stuff you're talking about because I was like, oh yeah, oh my god, where are they? I want to be there. FOMO. Yeah. Um. <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, this um, is not a sponsored plug for retrocon, but we do just, really we're love that. Talking about it. <laughs> the last three episodes. <laughs> Retrocon, we love you. <laughs> I love you too, and I've never been in you. Ooh, that didn't sound great. Oh my god. Um, so to just swing back around yeah. to the show that we are watching because that was a <laughs> that happens a lot. It was a hell of a tangent, but no, it's cool. I like it. <laughs> um, there was one other person I wrote down cast wise who wasn't actually in this episode, but I just wanted to bring it up because I love her. Um, mm-hmm. a later character you might know her more than me and Lee would because, like mm-hmm. I said, we haven't seen it in a long time. But there's a character Claire Brewster. I believe <gasps> she's Lydia's like enemy. Claire Brewster right? is amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's voiced by Tara Strong, who is the voice of Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. Oh, nice. That totally makes sense. That totally yeah. makes sense. Tara Strong's great. She's in a lot of stuff yeah. that we've watched, so I I like to bring her up. She's she doesn't have quite the count like quite the quantity of voice credits as like a frank welker but she's she's a very strong contender she's in a lot of really great stuff um so to see her name is super cool yeah that character is so fun and it's yeah uh so good Ooh, again you gotta watch the other seasons (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i understand the show tax you know i i I wouldn't write this this wasn't bad yeah like i said it was fine um we watched the garbage pail kids tv show which never actually made it to the air um i was gonna say and, i didn't think so and that was that was the correct decision whatever yeah. whatever studio exec made that call that was the right call yeah, it was not sure was. good um i don't think any amount of watching it would have changed that fact it was just so weird right it was it just wasn't very good so you know that's that's that is what it is um this i could see it getting better as it kind of finds its wheels and gets more reoccurring characters to kind of drive things along yeah Um, and that happens and it's right and and because like you have two 
I guess technically they're the main characters, so they're 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 technically kind of they're not really dynamic because the yeah. show revolves around them. So they're this is me getting my storytelling, you know, communication theory degree in, involved. In now do it up, man. So they're they're technically Lydia and Beetlejuice are flat characters, um, and so right. they really have one plane that they're going on. And it's through the help of dynamic characters that they go through their arches. My favorite right. example of, of dynamic versus flat characters is in Star Wars. R2-D2 and C-3PO are dynamic characters, and Luke's, Luke Skywalker is a flat character because he has on one trajectory where he's going he's the hero. Right. He's going, he has to go through all this stuff, but you wouldn't have anything. Watching just Luke Skywalker would be fucking boring. It would be so boring, and no one would pay attention to it. But it's funny because R two D two goes beep beep boop boop boop, and yeah. the same thing. Like you have these characters that, like Lydia, has an enemy in the Netherworld. Like that adds a, that adds some dynamics to to the show and Tension. and yeah, like and it's great. And that's like why I like it's a very thin line to to be on with pilots because you can't throw too much in at one time right but you also can't have you also can't pull back so it's like where is this balance and i think it's so difficult in animation because you can get away with so much but at the same time you're like are we throwing too much at people but yeah oh man Mm. yeah a lot of a lot of the the shows that we cover they They'll do like a three or four episode arc for the quote pilot, mm-hmm. and then they'll switch to the story of the week format, which is normal for these yeah. for these cartoons. Um, and that 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 usually that usually does that. That usually kind of sets you up, gives you the a long time to get everything in place mm-hmm. without like throwing it all into one twenty minute episode. Right. Um, and to get your audience interested, and then you can start doing the one off random episodes. Um, right. like Turtles does a five episode arc. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Street Sharks does a three episode arc. Toxie does a three episode arc. But like you kind of build that story, and then after that, it's just one you know one twenty minute long story every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of do that to like set it up in an interesting way mm-hmm. and get you hooked and then let you go. Right. Um, this didn't. This didn't really do that. Sure didn't. No, it did not. Yeah. <laughs> um, just another random fun fact. Yeah, since I have you here, and cool. I, I don't know if you watched this show. I know I did. I think I think I showed it to Lee, but I don't know if she did. Right. But the uh, the animation house Nel- uh, Nelvana that made this also made Clone High. <gasps> Donald, me some clone so high. my favorite quote to this day is when life gives you lemons clone them and make super lemons yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I say that quite often super good oh, um that we, show. it'll 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 have happened when this releases so i'll go ahead and say it we started um a sub series within saturday morning showdown Yay. that we're calling saturday morning showdown after dark oh where my we god watch, shut up where we watch more like adult oriented cartoons oh um god. the first episode we did was mission hill if you've never watched mission hill oh my yeah, god I, I cannot recommend it enough yeah. you would love it so it's good. it's really really good um i think we're gonna do daria well, probably yeah, next Right. Like I'm kind of like drawing the distinction between like what we watched in elementary school is Saturday morning showdown. And then SMS after dark is going to be what we watched in high school. Yeah. To try and like kind of hit that fine line. I read a fantastic article about liquid television. And Oh my God. Yeah. Liquid's going to be. 
like Aeon Flux. I can't wait oh to re. I, I I think you gave me that DVD. I did. I sure did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am stoked about rewatching that. There's a reason why we're friends, friends. Oh my god, this was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, this was a good time. Oh, yeah, thanks yeah, for thanks doing for this. Us. Yeah. I miss you guys so much, and I, I wish I was like too. in your living room right now. <laughs> oh. So. When the world, when when we're allowed to go to places and do things, <laughs> yeah, um, we would times. love to have you back on and actually sit in the room and watch a show with you. And I would um, love so that we'll, so much. We'll have to pick another show at some point, but yeah, we'll we'll do this again for sure. Absolutely. Um, do you do you have a social media that you want people following? Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram. It's mostly pictures of my face and my cat. But, uh, yeah, it's at, yeah, 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 at underscore T nut underscore. That's it. But you don't have to follow me. I'm not that interesting. (laughs) Um, Uh, can confirm. Yeah, no. But when the world is is lifted, uh, come to Philadelphia and see me perform and stuff. Absolutely. Google my name. We'll we'll have you (laughs) back on when you, you know, have performances and stuff so we can advertise them for you. (laughs) If y'all are curious about me, if you put Teresa Nutter in Google, my face is the first one that pops up. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fun fact, if you Google Donald Bush uh, five years ago, the first thing that would come up was a video of me getting tasered. Didn't you take that down? (laughs) Joe Joe has since taken it down upon my request, but that is is a thing that used to happen. Um, (laughs) That's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's one of my high points, I guess. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Remember to follow us on our social media. We are 8BitFusion on Instagram and Facebook. Our website is popculturejunk.com. Um, remember to rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we have a Facebook group where we encourage discussions about the shows that we watch. And we just post fun shit in there. It's a good time. Join it. Discuss it with us. Uh, this is usually the part of the show where Lee rattles off what conventions and cons you can see us at. But as you've heard, the world is ending. So... I don't know. You got some stuff, I yeah, think, right? I mean, at this point, like, we really don't know what's. We do have things planned between July and December, but honestly, I don't want to tell you because uh, I just, it's just so uncertain right now. And I would really, really hope, as we've been talking about, be at RetroCon in September because that show is amazing, but not going to get my hopes up. There's just so much uncertainty right now. However, what we've been doing while this whole thing is happening. Uh, Ape Fusion has been setting up at some virtual markets. Um, we are set up at the Trenton Punk Rock Flea Markets virtual market. Uh, check out the Facebook group. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff on there, including us. Um, also, the Jersey City Oddities Market. If you like odd and dead shit, um, you can find a lot of really cool stuff on there. Hundreds of vendors, including ourselves, on there as well. And then also, we have a couple of our items in the set. South Street Art Mart. Speaking of which, if you do go see Teresa when the world reopens, definitely make sure you walk down to the South Street Art Mart and check out um, that shop. There's hundreds of vendors in there. Um, our two good friends, Nicole and Nicole, run that shop. Unfortunately, right now, the physical location is closed, but you can walk by and look in the window because there's some really cool messages in that window. Um, just shouting out all the frontline workers and everyone that's keeping the world running right now. Um, they do have a website. It's SouthStreetArtMart.com. Again, there's hundreds of handmade vendors on there. Ourselves, we have our pins, keychains, and perler magnets on there. 
Um, and if you want to support the shop, you can buy a gift card. You can send your friend a postcard. Um, anything you can do to support um, local vendors right now, very helpful. Just support your handmade vendors. Support your restaurants. The world is sucks right now. So you definitely want to just want to make sure you're supporting everyone because we're all struggling a little bit here and there. Thanks for listening to my spiel. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, Teresa. Oh my god, I had so much fun. I can't wait Great. to do Thanks it again. so much. All right. All right. Bye, we'll guys. see you guys in a couple weeks. Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 